This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Forever! Dog! Okay, welcome to Podcast the Ride, the Second Gate. Pull up a seat, everybody. Uh, I'm Aunt Scott. Uh, let me introduce the kids. Uh, there's Jason over there. Hey, no slouching. No oh. slouching, Jason. Oh, get off my case, Aunt Scott. Well, you're not going to get dessert if you, you, you would talk back like that. Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> oh, that, well, I'll kick you out of my kitchen. I don't care. I should be so lucky. <laughs> Um, we and and there's Mike over there. Hey, Mike, elbows off your microphone. Oh, Take the elbows off I the mic. I want to put my elbows on a microphone. It's not wanna... polite, Mike etiquette. Okay. Oh, wow, fiddlesticks. <laughs> now you say you st- sit tight and watch your Dick Van Dyke, and you boys, hey, <laughs> both of you, finish your dry facts or no riffing. Okay. Oh, look what Rosemarie is up to on this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that counts. She's That's so a dry smart. fact. You're saying the name of an old day that counts okay that's fine you're off to a good start okay let me know if you need anything else um hey guys we're talking about the the 50s primetime cafe Mm. uh where that's the that's a you know an amended sample of the kind of thing you might hear i think (laughs) yeah i I haven't been myself yes we'll get into this uh oh here you go take the ball and run i was just gonna say i went when i was little and i have no memory of it um, but yeah, uh, uh, I, I'll just say this. I think it's good we're doing this and we haven't just reviewed it. Mm-hmm. I found that because I know people will probably say, oh, they should have gone to it and they should have reviewed it. I don't think so because I think we need to do a pre talk before because I do want to eventually hmm. go when we go back to Disney World. I was like, oh, I should do this because then we can talk about it. Sure. But this is more, look, this is the kind of thing I think we're allowed to do. Oh, yeah, for sure. We're not a restaurant review podcast. We're a themed experience review podcast. No, right, right. So we can analyze what the experience is and whether or not we think we like it. Right, yeah, there's food there, but it's, you know, it's uh, within the broader umbrella of theme, right? There we go. Get off our backs. Here's what I wanted to say that I think it's important, and maybe this is going to take us right off the rails. I'm watching all this. I'm reading this stuff, and I'm like, man, you know what? This place gives me the creeps. <laughs> really? Because I, I think about it pretty warmly. I, my family, uh, I, I checked with my dad. I was like, we went there, right? And he's like, yeah, we went on that trip. We took where we took your grandparents to and we all ate there and they uh, were really tickled by it yeah and that was 1991 and we have not been back mm. uh, we became a okay. mama melrose family and occasionally sci-fi uh <laughs> died in uh, we're a mama melrose family mm-hmm. yeah everyone liked that and everyone could agree on it so it, and it's very cold in there oh and the orlando sun it's a little more pleasant than uh shoveling down meatloaf and pot roast mash 
mashed potatoes in mm-hmm. 100 degree weather. That might be the kip of weather, but we don't know the temperature. And the that's one thing we cannot, att- having not been recently, it might yeah. be plenty cool in there. We can't rush to judgment. Well, right. And that's going to be in whenever we have a follow-up episode. Because, yeah, when I say this place gives me the creeps, I'm like, I would like to experience and see if it does feel as bad as it looks to me now <laughs> i i watched a number of vloggers go and all well, of them guy, prefaced yes. it w- prefaced their meal with like look this food isn't amazing but it's it's all right it's pretty good <laughs> yeah this is look i've well I, I have read opinions all over the map on this subject yeah. that might be what i would guess but then i've read kind of the opposite let's finish our dry facts before we go much yeah, further sorry, this yeah. is a restaurant that was an opening day restaurant i believe at disney mgm studios which i will never stop calling it uh hollywood studios today and the the it's in kind of the like uh, it's pretty early as you're entering the park and kind of like the general studio before things get too themed i feel and the general deal with this is, I, I guess the, the, there's a couple things to say about the theming and what this experience is beyond being a, uh, a restaurant in the park. It is themed after 1950s kitchens. So every table that you sit at is a little miniature set of a 1950s kitchen, and those kind of like weave in and out of each other. Right. And yeah. every table... Maybe not the very small ones, but at least a table of four has a TV that is playing a medley of classic moments from 1950s television. So we got that much right. But the, I would say that the the headline aspect of it, to me, has always been that the server does what I did at the beginning of the episode. They are mm. a family member who is nagging you about your behavior at the table <laughs> and whether or not you finished your vegetables and are using the right fork or whatever. Uh, uh, so it's like, it's not, it, you're, you're back into the fifties, but also into the, into like the, t- the time of the, uh, the housewife who's concerned about manners yeah. and no desserts until you finish your veggies and all that. Does that explain it succinctly? Yeah. yeah it's, it's a Disney version of uh, the, server yells at you thing yeah Ed mm-hmm. Bebex or uh or Dick's, Dick's Last Resort, Last Resort yeah. of course the famous Dick and his sure. last resort uh-huh. so you you could join the <laughs> Dick. if you eat everything you get in the clean plate club you got a mm-hmm. little sticker if, what a club I know I'd be I'm ashamed I have not joined it myself yeah. is it like the club 33 of the clean plate club sure <laughs> yeah but if you're bad I saw videos where someone had to go stand in a corner <laughs> Great. Now, let me... Okay. Now that we've said some of these basics and some of the things that might happen to you in the restaurant, I might kind of double up on what you were saying, Mike, and say that I never have been to this place Mm. and I never had any desire Mm. to go to this. But when I heard about it in like a hotel information video or whatever's giving you a preview, the burn bombs guide to the park, I think I specifically requested not to go to this place. I, as a child, I hated the idea of an extra mom why would you want that who is a stranger i am being double parented right now i and man i could be uh, by the way i could be uh, terribly wrong i might go to this place now and like it appreciate it but as a child i was like please no please do not make me do this yeah well you're we're talking i think my primary reason for saying this creeps me out is not necessarily the interactive element which i will i will agree with you in some ways that it's not always what 
what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. While I I'm would eating. say it is not ever what I'm looking for. <laughs> Anywhere there's, you know, you encounter this with like, uh, uh, you know, the, the the Star Wars stuff, Galaxy's Edge. Oh, they cut a lot of the character interaction, and I'm just quietly like, yeah, too bad they cut that. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't want to like. <laughs> I'm fine. I don't want to do this ever. <laughs> I've had a good time, like maybe once every three years, in something where I have to talk to a character. Yeah, but that's about my pace. Yeah, it's mm. a little immersive. The- that that terrifying immersive theater <laughs> that even took us through that one time. Yes, with that, an was, that was interesting. Budget. But I had to take a deep yeah. breath in the moment yeah. where it became clear that there are now characters meandering around this space. You know, now that you say this, we really have to do this all together because I would like to see what happens with Jason and Second Mommy. I would like to see what exactly <laughs> is unlocked. Well, because I think you would like that. I think, yeah, I think I'm going in lucky. As I'm a big gravy boy, you know. I might be a little <laughs> stinker. Right. I might be a little wooden boy, but I'm a big time gravy boy. You are not a little gravy boy. You're, you're a no, big gravy boy. No, not at all boy. means. Well, I wow. like my food very wet. If you uh, <laughs> with sauces, not with condensation. Would you agree with me that you're mama's little gravy boy? <laughs> I'll be mama's little gravy boy. Yeah, sure. Okay. Well, when you're we, at mommy's table, you'll be whatever mommy tells you you are. Sure. Uh, I also I like the uh, sampler platter they have, which has like the backstory that it's like, oh, it's a plate. It's mom's favorites but it's like a plate of leftovers that was in the fridge so you get pot roast and meatloaf and uh fried chicken mm-hmm. but then when you see the video it's like oh i thought this would be a uh, uh, task but it's like oh it's a, a little reasonable scoop of everything you know mm. okay well yeah we're not in mike's zone of the pre-airport family style no right. it's not thankfully they portioned it out i they were smart. I think we could go, and I think you could get one of the servers to like quit their quit her job on site if you committed to the bit of being her son. I mean, look, <laughs> I, I will. You I show will. up in like the night before Christmas, stocking cap and like underwear, like butt flap on uh, uh, no, a nightgown or whatever. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> when I, she yeah, well, anybody. <laughs> The whole restaurant's quitting if they see somebody with a, a butt okay, flap no walking butt by. Flap, that's too much. You're right. <laughs> but, but, like, but like maybe like propeller hat um, and then like striped shirt, big lolly. Yeah. And then like little Mickey's little red shorts kind of a thing. Well, he's broadcasting. He comes in. All of this is presenting a challenge. Then the big lolly is defiant to mommy. Right. Yes. That he would come in with outside food and outside sweets, which are going to get way in the in the way of his dinner. Yeah. Right. My mouth's going to be a mess. There's going to be stuff all <laughs> over. There's going to be food in, on my cheeks. My cheeks are going to be too rosy. They're going to yell at me for not putting on enough sunscreen. <laughs> mommy, um, my cheeks are sticky from sunscreen and sucker and now bits of meatloaf are sticking to me i'm your little dirty boy today mommy <laughs> i was gravy boy yesterday but i'm dirty boy today and then the well, woman just like performer just like breaks character <laughs> throws the apron down we're done here I mean, we're done here i'm done here uh if there's gonna be somewhere else in this goddamn park i can work and if not i'm heading to universal if, if you recall when we did delusion 
uh, I recall the blue what, blade. Exactly what you're gonna say. Yeah, yes. the the we ran into one of the actors from the experience afterwards, like in the bar, like cleaning oh. up and getting ready to was go home. Was that, well, and or was it on the street? Uh, there were like, two interactions. There where were performers two. Told you you were difficult. She were the, like you were <laughs> difficult. And I was like, well, hold on, ma'am, madam, <laughs> you were playing a Nazi, and you did have a luger to my head at one point. So like, I thought I was playing. <laughs> Long. This is like, an immersive like narrative where we went back in time and we had to turn yeah, a robot we were in, on and there was, uh, was a, a bomb. We were in Paris. Blade, and um, Jason thought that it was more like a, we're improvising dialogue with the performers versus we're sort of just following people along a narrative of a set you know, bunch of lines that they say. We're just following that. Jason, I think, was under the impression that this was some sort of interactive thing where we could influence the actual story. We could not no, influence no. the story. I was... When he learned that, when he tried to, like, instead of just, like, quick, follow me, and he's like, you got a light Mac? He, like, did, like, a <laughs> weird old-time voice, and, and then just the performer stopped dead. The performer did not know what to do. Every Like, looking around, like, what? this has never happened before. <laughs> Everyone just follows me through to this next room. Room. <laughs> Most of the people doing this performance are usually like it's not somebody who wishes they lived in the time period yeah. that we are conveying. Yeah, yeah. So two two different performers, I think, approached you, perhaps <laughs> you, and we're like, what the hell? What was that? <laughs> so I think you were under the impression that it was a different thing. To your credit. Sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I thought you were supposed to, like, the, you'll never take us alive, yeah, man. Yeah, you thought you were, yeah, like, yeah. lady? Right. But they were like, look, we got six more groups. This is the last <laughs> show of the night. You were the second to the last group. Yeah, yeah. And I have a software job to get to tomorrow morning. I, 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 lost I have a my day place. job. I lost my place. I lost the my place. My mind when you did that, kid. This is how much Jason's heart cannot harbor hate. Mm. He can't even handle a fake Nazi in front of him. No. <laughs> you, give, you give it right back to him. Sure. Not even pretend, so, so, sir or madam. <laughs> so I think, though, Mother at the 50s Primetime Cafe will be more interactive because she has to be. She has to be. She doesn't have just a set script. She knows she has her you know, main things she says, but... She's going to have to be improvising the whole time, the whole meal. Yeah. But, has, but she's never faced a challenger like Jason before. That's true. Well, that's Again, true. we're talking, uh, we're getting towards the era that you would like. We're getting towards a back to you, uh, uh, heading back in the womb direction. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's being a, being a little, little, uh, dinner boy. It is not, yeah. re- it is not reality. It's the reality that exists in a television or movie screen. Mm-hmm. Um, also what you'd prefer. I, Scott, as a nervous child i think i was more along the lines of you i was like oh they're gonna yell at me at this place Uh and i was like thank god there's four adults here to take the attention you know this is you at six you this is me this is this is all uh latter day jason transformation you weren't eating it up at six no i i was probably a little precocious but like the level they would like Mm-hmm. Uh, as opposed to 37-year-old annoying, uh, which I am now a lot, uh, as I've been told sometimes. Um, Sadly <laughs> drifts off. It's real. Mostly immersive performers? Or uh, other mostly immersive performers, people of my life, uh, castmates, uh, coworkers, you know. Um, but yeah, I, and I, think, well, I think my interest was always too, like... I always wanted to go to a drive-in movie theater. So, like, a drive-in movie theater inside where they give you milkshakes, like... 
Well, they don't give them to you. You gotta pay for them. But, yeah. but yes, otherwise. Uh, yeah, sure. Unless you're with your parents. You're mincing they... words, but uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, I, I, I would like to see, I mean, I, I'm going to be silent in this. this I think you and I That's might fine. sit back and, and watch. That's uh, fine. We, we know I think who's... we were like, almost like we're... Um, on the crew of a play, we just were all black, sort of just kind of keep quiet in the background. Kind of subtly Staged indicates we're not Staged, even, yeah, 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 you're yeah. not meant to see us. Exactly. So we're trying to observe more and then Jason is fully on display um, as whatever version of little boy, little gravy boy he wants to portray. These are my dads. They're, do you remember the Sprocket <laughs> sketch? <laughs> sketch like, when I said that, out? No, but they can, well, then we have to be related to mommy. She, you have to play it like she's your actual mother. I, but they're aunts. They're aunts and uncles. Oh. But I thought mo- and your oh, mother's like. I think she maybe, she, maybe she's in the kitchen. Right. You're right. Because the. Okay. Excuse me. Yeah, you're right. The, ser- the, the servers are relatives. The aunts and uncles. Or cousins, perhaps, or cousins, even too. Yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be trickier. Well, it does. It Look, it waters the whole thing down that saying auntie is not as creepy as mommy. Yeah. Not by a mile. That's true. I, I, we, I, 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 still, think get, I think, you know what? I think he could still creep out. I mean, my cons- I, I do have a, a practical concern with this is I don't often have a huge appetite in Florida. I feel like the heat and the humidity just makes me pound so much water mm. that I just feel honestly sometimes bloated a lot of the time. This is the you humidity. Just, did you not just describe yourself as a big wet meat boy or whatever I, you said? I, just, I said I'm a big gravy boy. Yeah, Scott, we all contain multitudes. Just because <laughs> doesn't mean Florida. I suddenly he's don't like gravy. gravy. He's a big gravy boy, but not in Florida. When he yeah. gets to Florida, he's <laughs> something, lighter. something lighter. Something lighter, you know? Today he is a great, big gravy boy because we're recording this in California. So if, sure. oh, yeah, yeah. if you had this, if you had mom's plate of leftovers here now, you're you're devouring that you're get you're you're uh, getting big and wet no problem but yes i i think too because a lot of the like mom a lot of these foods are novel to me like mm-hmm. uh, we weren't a big meatloaf or pot roast my mom ma- would make it occasionally mm-hmm. Here, fried chicken was mostly shake and bake you know right. at home i think it's gonna you know what i'm going back to the server thing it's gonna be fine because you're gonna tell the aunt like what mom does mommy wouldn't let me do this and stuff like that <laughs> that's be easy. how you yes because mom easy is it, this, it, it's like it's so much less annoying if mommy isn't said yeah frequently right the exact same thought coming into this that I was like, yeah. I mean, like, I admittedly, I might have lumped you into this. I was like, if I one of these two guys would go there and say mommy incessantly. I I'm finished not, my meal, mommy. I'm not going to say that to a stranger. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fun in the safe space of the three microphones here, but I don't really. When you're looking at, into the eyes of someone you've never met. five year old student to. Or, or, you know, an older... I Actually, one of the videos, it, was, it seemed like an older gentleman. I'm not going to say mommy yeah. to that guy. It seems like a people a uh, place, maybe people take that role and do it for a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, when you find somebody who is good at the performance aspect, I yeah. feel like they like want to hold on to them. I hope they're giving them raises, but... Sure. Me, I don't know. <laughs> um, I do have... I, I have a few times, more recently, been at the bar, been at the tune-in lounge... This looks good. I didn't know about this bar. Like, well, like, like I'm more the, comfortable the with the tune-in lounge. I think the tune-in lounge is 
where I'm comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I like the Tune-In Lounge. Um, the Tune-In Lounge, uh, a lot has been scaled back, you know, since COVID. Tune-In Lounge, I think it's mostly people waiting for the restaurant and cocktails to go. Okay. Used to be you could just hang out at the Tune-In Lounge and you could get the full food menu without having to do all the damn bits, <laughs> you know? Um, but uh, my family, I, I do remember once we went and we we ordered, we were just getting like sodas. I think my dad ordered a beer. This, I think I was probably in high school. Um, and we ordered like the thing on the menu that said fried cheese, thinking it was just mozzarella sticks. And it was a giant clump of cheese uh with raspberry sauce uh i think <laughs> now it comes under it now it comes uh, uh at the time it came on top of it now it comes under it uh my dad does not like strawberries or raspberries or any berries with the seeds <laughs> that can get caught in your teeth so he was like uh, you know is and, that is that only in florida or country everywhere okay, everywhere okay. that that one applies all the way but there. i i was looking at the menu and i saw it's 20 so years later it's still on the menu fried uh, herb cheese. What do they call it? Is this um, oh, jelly no. cheese? Fry, fry, yeah, fried herb and garlic cheese. Fried herb and garlic cheese. And it's like a big, and you get, it comes with fruit and like some uh, crostini or bread to spread it on. Because it, it is not like a stringy cheese. Um, it's a spread cheese? Spreadable it, it, cheese? It's a spreadable cheese. Uh, which, like a brie? Uh, like a, a boursin? Like I think uh, is that what it's called? That. Yeah, that me too. something like yeah. that. Um, but I did look up like the raspberry and fried cheese thing, and I I did uh, only recently found out this is a this is like a Simpsons joke. This is an Albany thing. In okay. Albany, they serve fried mozzarella sticks with raspberry melba, which is pureed raspberry and powdered sugar to bind it. Okay. Maybe you heard of peach melba. Uh, no, you're stumping another left and right. Old, you're throwing stumps. Another old dish. So I I don't know if this is... <laughs> I'm assuming... Someday Peach Melba's coming up on the show, and it's my time to shine. But I, I don't remember why I looked this up. Maybe 50s uh, Primetime Cafe came up in conversation, and I looked up fried cheese and raspberry sauce, and I got an Atlas Obscura entry. Don't pretend you didn't have a dream about Peach Melba and started... This whole stretch of going explaining all of food is like, we're going to clip this and send it to... Uh, uh, Florida for your audition to play grandpa in the 50s primetime cafe. There is some grandpa entries. Well. So, you know. There's a lot of roles Jason can play there. It's little boy or very old man. Yeah. <laughs> That's potentially the outcome of this. Yeah. Like, if he goes toe to toe with server. The out, it's either oh, I quit and I don't work here anymore, or like here is hey, a job application. You, oh, yeah. you got the goods. <laughs> if you defeat, if you defeat the server, you have to take their job. Wow! <laughs> if you out old timey the server, then you win. Winning. Can I get my equity card? Uh, no. There are some <laughs> roles at the Florida Parks where you can get an equity card. There should be a, a hand yeah. good amount of yeah, those, yeah. I think. Um, but yeah, so I, this is a thing I found out that the fried, fried mozzarella with raspberry melba. And I'm assuming this was the, uh, at least a partial influence of serving this, this appetizer and a bed of raspberry sauce, this fried cheese. Hmm. You got, sounds like somebody's got to get to Albany ASAP. I, I, despite all the time I've spent in central New York, I've never made it 
made it up to Albany. Yeah. It's the themed entertainment in Albany. Well, there's got to be something. This is because now this is how we justify any any vacation for us is a tax write off. Sure. What is the Dynasty typewriter of Albany? What is the hip theater in town? Somebody's going to have to. Someone listening to this is in Albany or has been to, to Albany. You would think. Mm-hmm. So let us know. Yeah. Do they have like, I don't know. Do they have an escape room? Any, anything counts. Is there some sort of immersive where we could do improv with the performers? Yeah. And they don't like it. Um, <laughs> the other thing that the other reason I went to Tune and Lounge just a few years ago was I kept uh, I saw people mention there is. A food item. There's a, a peanut butter and jelly milkshake. Oh, I saw. I think mm-hmm. that people is pretty well regarded. People like seemingly. that, yeah. yeah. And somebody, I watched one of the vloggers, and they showed it in like a paper cup, and it looked like puke. It looked terrible. Yeah, it does I look puke curious. when you combine okay. those things for right. sure. I bet it's yeah. good. I, I don't mean to completely be negative here, but it looks bad from from the video yeah. at least. <sighs> it's hard to imagine. I guess I've liked peanut butter in dessert form plenty of yeah, times. I mean, peanut butter works uh, in anything, really. Yeah. So I can't imagine. Yeah, and again, if it's a fruit, it's probably the sweetest jelly possible. May as well jelly may as well be a dessert already. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine that tastes good. But um, this is it is raved about uh, all, all across the board. Um, this is a quote from uh, Eater from the website Eater: The PB and J milkshake is the closest thing in all of Disney World to real actual magic. What? There is an so Eater article weighty. that is very uh, fawning, very, very extremely. praising. That's extremely. What, it, it blew my mind in terms of, I thought this was like a weird remnant of 1989 MGM Studios that uh, in my head it was like, oh, they're still doing that. I wonder if that's all right. I probably won't go because I don't want to have somebody tell me to take my elbows off the table. Hmm. Cut to, I start Googling. Eater says, 50s Primetime Cafe is the single best restaurant at Disney World. Gosh. The best rest in what? all of it? Does that count? Are we are hotels in the mix right. or is uh, Disney Springs in the mix? Is this are they just trying to be pro- that provocative? Seems absurd. It especially given that then Jason as you said Vloggers are like, yeah, pretty good. Like that's pretty that's good. the best that you get. Even I would say yeah. that Mike's hero, Mister Morrow, right. was not even I the most bl- positive man I've ever seen in any yeah. media. He didn't with- go black and white when he ate it. No, he mm-hmm. didn't. That's the mark of the best food around. Is that when Mister Morrow? I don't know if you know this, Scott. When he eats something and he loves it, he's chewing, and then he sl- all of a sudden the picture changes to black and white. It slows down and he adds music, and that's how. You know he's eating something he's fallen in love with. He hasn't done it in a while, though. Well, he said he's been doing it more sparingly. Yes. Oh wow! I think but he's gotten pickier. He's a steak guy, so when he ate a Peter Luger's, like, and I think even when he ate Tam, a steak of the Tam, okay. as well, he did black and white. Yeah. So this is his Paul Hollywood handshake, uh, <laughs> to put it in <laughs> yes. British baking terms. Yeah. It's only dull that you know it's special if you yes. get the black and white, right? And no black and white in this. And boy, hey, wouldn't that be the case, the place for it, right? You're perfect. Sure. Black and white. Perfect. Well, so it, I, it shows you then. Th- mm-hmm. Work out. This-, this episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news. Leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's peanut butter cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. 
Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Is a thing that I have not really been in a long, long time. But it's a thing that exists in theme parks where it's like, oh, I think I just like knowing it's there. Uh, I I think I would be very upset if I heard it would clo- I would be very bummed out if I heard it close. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah, I think this and the Brown Derby and Sci-Fi uh, Dine-In, which came along a couple years after this. But do you think it's more because it feels like the park you fell in love with at such I, an age yeah, is dying? Yeah, for sure. I think that's it. I think like there's still some remnants of like the old Hollywood angle, mm-hmm. you know, of this park. Right. Um, there's still a lot of placemaking stuff just as it just becomes disparate uh, the heart intellectual properties. MGM yeah. Studios is, would slowly be sure. apart. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, you get that. You get the classic uh, feel here. Like this, yeah. you know, because I think you've lost that. A little. I mean, they've certainly lost the theming of the park in, in a lot of ways. But if part of it to you is seeing something black and white at some point that's can that's kept alive here yeah i i it, it is a bummer that you can't just go to the bar and get all the food stuff it seems like it's like a pass-through bar at this point okay mm-hmm. it does seem like these things maybe are the closest you have to like opening day like the classic attractions essentially basically the great movie, right, yeah. it's gone so what else do you have that feels like well that's been here the whole time yeah sure what else is opening? Indiana Jones Stunt yeah. Spectacular. Um, Star Tours opening day? No. No. Later on. Yeah. There were barely anything was opening day because yeah, yeah. they barely had it open. Yeah. It was like, yeah. Kind of, and the, because all that backlot stuff's gone. You got no uh, New York Street, right? That's right. all. Wow. Is this it? Is this, is it Indiana Jones in this? I think, right? And unless you and count Brown the, Derby, the dinosaur. Oh, Brown Derby. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dinosaur, dinosaur ice cream. Right, the dinosaur existence ice cream. of the lake yeah. in general. Uh, probably all those Hollywood Boulevard stores, Crossroads of the mm-hmm. World statue at the entrance. That kind of big needle thing that mm-hmm. is in Hollywood, and you. I've only ever just driven past it. It's not in a convenient spot. It's not a, a, in a in safe Hollywood. spot, I don't think. <laughs> I think you I think you'd, you'd run away from that as fast as you can in Hollywood. It's, it's like a offices and a strip mall kind of thing, but there's like nothing there. It doesn't yeah. seem like anything's open nowadays. Is this the only Disney, at least like American park, that doesn't have an opening day like ride? Wow. Still, oh, like, I don't, I think. Are we forgetting something? Yeah, maybe we're forgetting something. But they didn't have a lot of rides. Yeah. Kind of was a great movie ride and the tram and, uh, yeah. huh, could be. So it's 50s Primetime Cafe. 50s, we didn't realize when we got into this how heavy mm. the yeah. burden is of 50s Primetime Cafe. Yeah, really. The, all, all of tradition is gone. <laughs> I viewed it as, I was thinking how it kind of stands as, a, it's it's nostalgia for 80s nostalgia yeah. for 50s 
nostalgia oh for sure you know what i mean like yes, is it, yeah, it, yeah. I, the, it being there and the whole the like kooky kitchen and the the googie style the you know the crazy uh, uh bulgy shapes and stuff i like it feels like fondness for that really spiked in this era with nick at night right um and i i, 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 I there's just like there's such an 80s component to it too which i think mm-hmm. like makes it uh, double yeah. nostalgic in some way and this is why it creeps me out because as I think we've talked about on the show before, the like Nickelodeon commercial with like the beehive hairdo lady who's your mother who's like, finish your chores. Like yeah. there was a commercial like that for things. Bubble Bubble tape. hair. And it was the 50s, the 80s, 50s aesthetic in the background. Mm-hmm. I find it unpleasant. That, which usually involves like mashed potatoes. And yeah. And she's like, got a meatloaf. What, what, do we generally, what's the general your, feeling on meatloaf, meatloaf here? Meatloaf. I feel like meatloaf. Meatloaf was portrayed as like kind of a gross food in the 90s as well. Like that I think was it worked something. on me. Maybe you're right. Maybe this is a media construction. Maybe I'd like meatloaf some meatloaf. Is, if it's good, it's good. Okay. It is good. Yeah. Uh, the Boston Market opened in my town, originally called Boston Chicken. Uh, and we were, that was one of the best things there was the meatloaf. Yeah. You could get decent when Clifton's reopened downtown in LA. Oh, sure. I don't know if you ever ate oh. there. Maybe once, yeah. Um, and they had like a cafeteria. I feel like they. I feel like in first few months it was like they had so much you could get in stations, and then as the months went on, it was like we have one station open, and you could get a hamburger. <laughs> I don't know what it's like right now, but I like it, it's open a great for place. events. Yeah, yeah maybe. and it's got the tiki. Have you ever been to the secret? Tiki bar at the top? I don't remember. Oh, man. We should we do were, Clifton's, actually. We were there at a party. Would be an episode. Yeah, we, we were at a weird Was it a party? We were at a weird... Yeah, Funny or Die party. Funny or Die. Were you guys, on, were you guys there? Uh, I wasn't uh, there for that, I don't think. Uh, whale? The rapper Whale, I Wally? think. Wally? Wally? Is that how you say it? Yeah. It's not <laughs> Or whale. is everyone wrong? Uh, I'm not going to try. Wally? Yeah. Whale? Is it Whale? You, you sound more confident, Mike. I, I know I'm 90% there. Mm-hmm. It is not Whale. It doesn't feel like it'd be Whale. There's no way oh, it's I don't Whale. Know. Whale? Uh, he was on a show at the Staples Center, and they booked him for this, and he came over and did two or three songs, and then he was out of there, mm-hmm. is my memory of this. He, did, he was at the Staples Center, and then he came and did songs at Clifton's? Well, I think it was a feature, feature oh, guest artist uh, at someone else's concert. They, the all the Staples money Center. they saved from Act using actors <laughs> they paid yeah. they paid whale wow where'd all this come from how do we have hundreds and hundreds of uh, 50k for two songs <laughs> that that was the d it would be like all right a year of uh, crunched budgets and ooh, sorry ooh, mm-hmm. we can't sorry no we're not gonna yeah. be able to do that sorry and now hey have, merry christmas everybody please welcome dnc wait dmc dnc i think i said and i said well, no, i said that's, Democratic National That's Convention. where their they black did not money, do a miniature their, version of the Democratic their National Their dark Convention. money was coming from. They had DNC dark money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, That's right. why you got to confuse. It is a black the bag DMC operation. Uh, I think that was what was quietly funding Funny or Die. Yes. Uh, um, no, and then you look up what uh, DMC is, uh, what he gets for one night right. of party of you know of of just doing Walk This Way, and uh, yeah, that money would go a long way to yeah <laughs> getting he, people some benefits or DMC. Uh, he earned the money he deserves that money but oh when sure you look at the budget yeah maybe an actor should have gotten more than a, a zero <laughs> he, if, he would stick up for their part yes. dmc he'd be, yeah, he'd be the he first knew. to say give it to this guy to DMC this, this dpu not, no. we run into the ground yeah, yeah. so so we should do a clifton's because there's a secret tiki bar i'm surprised you, you maybe you just didn't know it was there because that that should have been oh i was for, there yeah oh, with the boat there. yeah yeah 
yeah there's a boat up there and it's like you it's behind like glass it's like a secret thing you have to push on it and there's a secret staircase mm-hmm. yeah it's great i don't remember huh. i was drinking whatever this was i was drinking okay so who knows well We'll we'll go up there if it's well, still available. I don't know. Maybe my memory not. is the secret door was open just like the bar was that evening. That so. might be the case. For a big event, yeah. they might be like, we're not going to let it be Yeah, that's secret. what I think. Yeah, wait, I might have the same deal. Like, it wasn't a secret. Yeah, maybe they just that's had it open. That's why I don't remember it. <laughs> okay, that's <laughs> not fair. drinking to excess. Yeah, because every sure. time I had been there, you had to, like, know and push on it and go upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, what else about... The, wait, you were okay. We were saying like creep, oh, the creeped out by the fifties nature of it. Fifties, yeah, I don't know. Like, and the whole and the 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 the, uh, the strong emphasis on the table manners and uh, not fun to me. I don't I know. I think that the sort of like the proportions being a little bit exaggerated feels unnerving when it's recreating real life versus when it's like Toontown proportion, like a Toontown aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Like, when it's tunish, you go, okay, yeah, but, like, it's a little bit surreal. It's a little odd. And then I think I've seen this applied in, like, a couple different, like, haunted mazes over the last few years. Oh, yeah. Um, there was the uh, uh, Paranormal Ink maze at Knott's that ends when you're in, like, a 50s hospital. And you walk, like, you, you basically, you go to hell, and then you come out into, like, this hospital. And I've talked about this before on the show, which is a really cool part. Story Strikes Back. Uh, the Story Strikes Back. And it's, like, old music playing on an old radio, and everything is a little odd. And there's a nurse who's got, like, a beehive hairdo or something. And then I was like, yeah, this is the creepiest. So now I, like, I'm take, I've taken that like old time aesthetic to mean like something sinister i think you don't like beehive hairdos i guess seems like a I'm man not anti beehive. I'm, i like the b52s i like you know yeah. I'm, I'm pro pro it but in this context and in horror maze you want to see it remixed or commented on you don't want to just see it i know it, it can be a straight ahead beehive hairdo. Okay. i don't need a sort of like a subversive take on it but i don't um, think you like it being i don't like you like somebody who is mean and stern with a beehive hairdo. that's maybe. true yeah, yeah, I don't. But that it's, might be it. It's that's a trope. I feel like that's a trope we grew up with. Mm-hmm. Far yeah. side too. Yes, I like the far side. But would I want to hang out with one of those far side ladies? Probably not. Right. Or the the Monsters Inc. character we've talked about. Roz. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's got the beehive. Hmm. That's a tr- that's a trope. You know. Yeah. Maybe what needs to happen is there needs to be a pro nice beehive hairdo character movement in this country in this world. Does Mar- Does Marge Simpson not count? I know, it is I technically a beehive, but I never think about it like that. It can't yeah. be a being that it's, it's, it's like double or triple a beehive. Yeah, it's yeah, you don't really, to me. Yeah, yeah. Don't put it in that box. Yeah. Um, I I did laugh to myself when my dad was like, oh, your grandparents really like this. And I'm like, looking back, I'm like, wait, they had like half this stuff in their house in the 90s. They had a Formica uh, kitchen table. That's why they liked mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess yeah. so. And they were the ones who, you know, uh, my parents were born in the 50s, but I don't know. They have too much memory of it, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say like decor wise, it seems great. Like props are fantastic. They it's did a good well job. Themed. It is well themed. It is well themed. Stores or whatever. And uh, the TVs themselves 
are fun and mm-hmm. custom and they say Disney on them. And uh, I, I remember also thinking I would now I would like to go and watch the 50s stuff on the TV. Yeah. But I don't want to get berated while I'm doing it. I, oh, I, sure. I remember it pained me as a kid. I would not that, but like half of it I would like, but I was so nervous about that. And, and not wanting meatloaf either. One of the vloggers said, if you don't want to do all the interactions, you can tell them I'm a little shy. Oh, really? So perhaps they would pull back from the aggressive, <laughs> the aggressive language <laughs> I, they, they would use. You, you might also be able to say like, hey, I don't want to do the whole thing. Like, it, I'm heat stroked and I just kind of want a sandwich. <laughs> I think you maybe could be more direct, but the shy thing is yeah. a little bit more of like a sly way to do it. Which I never really thought of. I knew at the uh, one in the Wilderness Lodge, the Whisper, Whisper and Canyon Cafe, there's mm. like a flag on the table that if you put it up or down or something, that signifies like, if you're, you're hey, I don't want to do the open. whole fucking thing. <laughs> wait, wait, what is the whispering? What is that? Again? I yeah, think they're, they're a little rude to you and if you ask for ketchup, they'll like bring you 10 bottles of ketchup and start throwing Rowan stuff. Which place it? Where? Which hotel? At the um, the Wilderness Lodge. Really? It's right in the Did lobby. You know about this? No. Interesting. Huh. And they're mean. But is it like a woodsy? Like they're like a. I think it's like Paul quirky Bunyan woodsy. Type? Yeah. So they're like they're coming back from chopping wood all day and they're a little irritable. Yeah, it's something like that. And they make you eat a cow pie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm sorry about the ketchup I didn't know it was a faux pas I just like it on things I don't want to eat this cow pie <laughs> Nope you gotta do it We need to do uh, uh, We should do more like On this weird stuff that's in hotels Because I didn't even know this I've never heard that name I don't think Like I didn't know about this restaurant Is what I'm saying Oh right But like there's There are little things like that In all the hotels in Disney yeah. World Like that piano player Who's at the, um, help me out here. I've stayed there. Uh, Port Orleans, Port Riverside. Orleans, Riverside, yes. There's like a piano thing with a little bar there. Jason looks mad that you aren't coming up with this stuff. No, easier. no, I was, I was mad because I was Orleans, like. Orleans, Riverside. What is, what is the <laughs> cumbersome it. name they changed it? Because they used to call it Dixie Landings. And there was oh, yeah, pushback. Yeah, yeah. People were like, that, don't yeah. call it that. Right. And Dick Nunes was like, full steam ahead. We're there, calling it that. And there was that like older gentleman who I think passed away who would always say hello to you something I, well, there's a bunch of, there's <laughs> a number of those like old man at the there's hotel a number of old greeters they're, they're, they're doing it old man who says hello at the hotel <laughs> but then there was someone michael who's, scott <laughs> there was like was a novelty a, pianist right, but at was somebody uh, riverside at riverside as well wasn't there huh? like chatter like one of the there guys was chatter, that was like yeah an, an about one of those guy? guys was yeah. it one of the two was it the piano player or the old man who said hello I, I don't remember which one. inappropriate to guess, Soft I believe. cancellation. How do you yeah. know this wasn't just that one one uh, pervert was talking about your butt <laughs> when you were a child? My specific butt? <laughs> yeah. I don't, but I feel like... That I must it, be a themed thing. I, I read it on a blog. This is in first hand. I read it on a blog. <laughs> hello, my baby. Hello, okay, my okay. honey. Wow, look at that tall guy's tight ass. <laughs> <laughs> if you go, oh, you know, maybe it's just like, it's like the primetime cafe or the other thing or... Uh, it's an interactive where there's a, a pervert 
who will <laughs> make inappropriate comments to you if you go to Riverside, Port Orleans Riverside, the local pervert that they've installed there, and you can do improv with him back and forth. But remember, it's you're being transported to a time yeah. when being a pervert was still legal. Yeah, sure. Or, Before anti-pervert laws were right. enacted. Yeah, so we'll do the episode about the pervert eventually. <laughs> the Port Orleans pervert. Um, unless I look it up and it's really bad, and then you'll never hear this part of the episode. Um, uh, one thing we haven't uh, mentioned um, from the 50s Prime Time Cafe. Uh, did you read the uh, liquor menu? Did you see the tab on the menu? The, t- uh, the, the like section that was yeah, like a li- yeah. it, it's called from dad's liquor cabinet oh, right. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh all right that's a little unnerving uh, there is some nasty <laughs> see i was like i oh, think yeah, it's we're fun. Back. this perfectly illustrates our views on good <laughs> to go back yeah, to the irish like bar the episode irish pub, with yeah. your like uh, well, I mom know and that, dad need their medicine uh, that i i just think that's a weird way to phrase uh, that was a weird thing in tv and movies you would know, they would always talk about dad's liquor cabinet or mm-hmm. something and i uh we you just, jump to that's where I the never gun is experience <laughs> that? behind the bottles the guns back there maybe more than one. Oh, sure <laughs> um but one of them was uh the fireball cocktails fireball cinnamon whiskey and rum chata mm. that that's not in dad's that's not in the 50s dad yeah, yeah i that's don't not think so yeah yeah if they're gonna stay on theme they should have it be just like scotch yeah, no it's like a as bitter as it comes. No ice. They may, yes, scotch. <laughs> Doesn't they don't they don't cool it down? You yeah. pour yourself a full the mug I'm holding. You do that entire amount. Yeah, as I am right full, now. Full coffee mug of creme de menthe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it should be. It should, they should stay. And you know that upsets me now. Now that you've said it, that part upsets me that they put fireball in there. Dad wouldn't be caught dead with that. The, the entire the eater review said the cocktails lean towards sweet, but a bourbon on the rocks. Is hard to mess up so you can do very dad drink but yeah leaning yeah. sweet does not seem right not 50s given dad. To, yes because they're all like they're all trying to you know either subdue themselves from fishing through the rest of the bottles mm-hmm. and getting the gun right or trying to build up the courage to finally get the to gun get the gun yeah the gun is in all of dad's minds <laughs> <laughs> when when the liquor cabinet is in play right, right. and the drink taste should follow, <laughs> there yeah you could get a uh, the the they would use the Tommy gun from the great movie ride sometimes in the early days as a prop in the fifties primetime in the fifties primetime we weren't, we weren't that far from the twenties at that point so people might have a lot yeah, of people, a lot of dads might have had their dad's Tommy gun because <laughs> their dads were professional gang shorts yes, it was the twenties how did we pay for this nice house we have they, yeah. They quickly did away with the thing where you would have to talk down the dad character. Like, you're not in Okinawa. You're not in Okinawa anymore. <laughs> He's just shell-shocked. It's just a Don Draper type, like, you can't blast SIGs in the where 50s primetime cafe anymore. You know, I think that Mad Men and other things, I think maybe that's also contributing. Because it was like, I think back then it was like, remember the 50s, sock hops, happy days, blah, blah, blah. Like, now the 50s, because of Mad Men and other things, were like the 50s. For bad. Betty, <laughs> Betty Draper's like mommy's little helper jitters got you. <laughs> yeah, I think maybe there's been there's less of the rosy fifties yeah. in, in our imagination as I well. I might be maybe I'd be more 
more down with the server interaction if things got a little more Betty Draper. Yeah, yeah sure. If like, like, if it's not just that you, like, take it further. I, I keep putting my elbows on the table, so then... There's like a genuine threat with a knife. Oh yeah, yeah. She starts scaring everyone and, and apologize. Mommy, why? And apologize. She's like, I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm so sorry. sorry. I'm so the sorry. Like dropping the. Ch- I have to go. Or, or you know, it'd be good. Like, there's a point. There's a point when like a door closes in the back and she's oh my god, your father's home. Everyone, be quiet. Just be good. Be good. Be good. We can't have him yell at us again tonight. We'll just be good. And like, you have to be very quiet while this like angry man walks through the whole restaurant. Every table has to just be like <laughs> silence. But they well, you, and you could convey. You could uh, involve the TVs in that, like kind of a yes. nuclear test pattern kind of thing comes on. So if you see the, mm-hmm. if you see the alarm, oh yeah, that means everybody shut up. Yeah, that's like the volcano going off in Trader Sam's. You that's have to like duck and every, cover. Right, once every hour it happens where Dad comes home and it's oh. bad news because he's had a bad day at the bad, uh, at work. Oh, at this the, is great, and they, you don't have to illustrate it. You can you, you use your imagination of what Dad having a bad day means for you. Right. It's not going to happen. As long as everybody is quiet. quiet, but that like you know, he, he all he does is just stomp, stomp around, and there's one cough, and it makes everybody jelly. Like everybody yeah, clangs yeah. their forks and knives, <laughs> and he has to. It's like it lasts like twenty minutes too. He goes to the bathroom, and you have to wait, and you just like it's so quiet in there, you can hear him going to the bathroom, and then he gets out, he like changes out of his work clothes, a long like a, a hearty thick piss. You hear it no matter. <laughs> what table you're at it is the lo- the longest yeah. loudest stream and he's got and look we've talked about on the show he's got some issues as far as his urethra is concerned you can hear it start and stop like yeah. 10 times that's <laughs> like not helping things that work that's not helping the things last feel better 90 seconds of the pee is just a struggle <laughs> That's also part of it that probably he, I don't want to go, and I would never accuse him of this because I'm scared of him, but he's at the office having an affair with his secretary. Yes. He's maybe having trouble performing. Absolutely. Are you having problems down there in general? I hear you, I, uh, you've been having yeah. some problems with these streams, right? <laughs> no, no problems. <laughs> his certainly, he's getting guff from his side piece. That's yeah. absolutely yeah. what's happening. <laughs> there, there should be an argument uh, off state, there should be an argument. Can you you like ask? Can I have some more napkins? Can we have more uh, gravy or ketchup or something? Mm-hmm. And he just goes in the kitchen, and it's like, oh, good, the stranger who lives here sometimes is home. I pay for this goddamn hat, and then a tea kettle flies out of the the kitchen door and smatters. He's gonna. We're just gonna let this loser kid just take as much ketchup as he wants. When would you? When, when have you ever been at a grocery store? <laughs> <laughs> and so that's that's the fun thing you wait for once an hour uh, to have happen. That would be more what I that is truly the era, and I think it's more appropriate. Yeah, yeah, I agree. They're putting too shiny of a gloss. That's on That's right. Yeah. So um, if they do that, if they do that, I'll book a flight tomorrow. I hope they send me to Korea. <laughs> 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 the real fi- the, we should open up our own the real 50s primetime cafe 
The legit. <laughs> shut down. The shutdown in one day. <laughs> Many complaints. Children crying. Uh-huh. They maybe didn't get the word out of it. Why did they still advertise it in like a fun Johnny Rockets kind yeah. of way? The dark side was not indicated whatsoever. Yeah. Um, but the peanut butter, peanut butter and jelly shake was great. They it did is pull great. That off. They yeah. And, the, you know, they're playing the American graffiti soundtrack. And that's always fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's all. Either in either version. That was the music of the time. Mm-hmm. So, Wolfman Jack was on the radio in both versions. What Somebody, do you mean? He was, he was loud enough to oh, muffle the both. yelling. Yeah. <laughs> Wolfman Jack should show up too. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were trying. They couldn't get the rights. It was it was Warner Brothers. They were trying to get like a Tom Cruise standard or a Tom Hanks standard to go like, he's what. From what? He's from which what? Thing? From Elvis. Oh, okay. He's oh. what? <laughs> <laughs> I held out the last possible second. I go, oh, I hope I know what Jason's talking about. I thought it was, it was Forrest Gump. What's this going to be? Uh, I know. Uh, uh, Colonel. Colonel Tom it's Parker. Like, does Jason think he's in a, Tom Hanks in American Graffiti? <laughs> no, no. From like, maybe Elvis. he's in more American Graffiti, and I didn't know. Colonel, it's like half an Elvis movie, no, half yeah. a Colonel Tom, yeah, Tom yeah, Parker yeah. movie. I gotcha. Yeah. I hear you now. Sandy Claus. <laughs> Sandy Claus. <laughs> Sandy Claus will come out. He's a Sandman. You know? A snowman. Snowman. Not a sand snowman. Man. He's a sand. We're all well, in the sand business. We don't want them going business. to sleep. They can't get the money out if they go to sleep. <laughs> We're all just making sand, don't you see? Just the best. One of the best voices I have ever heard in, but like no known geographical place that voice kind mm-hmm. of Czechoslovakian mm-hmm. kind of American from a foreign kind of planet Southern, I don't know, like, yeah. uh, Colonel Tom Parker's from space who knew yeah he oh he originates from the uh that hotel in Vegas where the Star Trek uh experience would <laughs> eventually be under, he grew up there it, yeah <laughs> where they, the family taught themselves mm-hmm. a language that only they speak that sounds like that mm-hmm. <laughs> um I was curious about the loop about oh. the 50s television loop. Yeah, I looked into this a little bit. Mm-hmm. I watched some of the loop. Uh, the user Sam's Disney Diaries posted a lot of specials and things we've watched over the years. Posted some approximation of the loop plan on the little TV. Uh, interstitial graphics are fun. It's a lot. You're getting some big ones that you would know, like a Father Knows Best or a Dick Van Dyke show. And then mm-hmm. in-house things, it's Mickey Mouse Club and it's Spin and Marty. And you get the opening of Disneyland. So you get your, the, your open the fantasy like castle. I'm really happy to see that. Um, then, But then I was like, what's the stuff I don't? No, I hope you flag the same thing I am. Yeah, I also flag. Oh, I don't one. know. Let's hear whatever. Well, what did everybody flag? Topper. 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 Yeah. Topper. Yep. I, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Three for three. <laughs> yeah. I gotta look into Topper more. <laughs> yeah. Topper seems great. Um, yeah. Can I? I don't want to step on anybody's explanation of Topper. Go ahead. But go ahead. It's okay. I would really like to introduce the listener to Topper via the the voiceover mm. that uh and this is this was on wikipedia but apparently this is how an episode of topper would start mm-hmm. um and i don't if i know nothing and this is what they say at the beginning of a show i'm watching the show yeah uh it is this <clears throat> camel america's first choice among cigarettes presents topper starring as marion kirby the loveliest ghost in town <laughs> and jeffries as George Kirby, the liveliest ghost in town, Robert Sterling, and Leo G. Carroll as Topper, 
Burke, Burke. Oh, yes. And <laughs> ah, the deadliest ghost. Neil. <laughs> and then it cuts to a dog. It's St. Bernard. <laughs> yeah. It's a St. Bernard. Oh, great. St. Bernard who loves martinis. Yes. And the, yeah. So apparently, so this, I guess the, the gist of the show was that it's, it's almost, it's kind of a pre Beetlejuice scenario yeah. where the owners of a house died in the house. And I guess the dog too, mm-hmm. I don't know how or what would happen to also make the dog die. They died. Uh, they all died in avalanche skiing. <laughs> And the St. Bernard was sent to rescue them, and he also died. It wasn't their dog? That was a rescue dog? I believe it is a rescue dog. That's Uh, what I saw. And he has to... That's the rules of the afterlife. Mm. If you... (laughs) And if if somebody goes to rescue you, human or... You're stuck with him. If a firefighter goes to rescue you from a building, doesn't make it, he lives with your family now. (laughs) Man, yes. So that's... So, oh, yes. Well, so, and you were saying, so the dog is dead, too. So then it's that the, the title, Topper, is from Cosmo Topper, mm. the new owner of the house. I think there was a band called Cosmo Topper, and now I know why. Mm. But Topper lives in the house, and the house is haunted, so, like, invisible props are... Or props are flying around on strings and stuff, but that seems like the main gag is that martini glasses would get emptied by nothing because that's the dog drinking the martinis. Yeah, the dog loves to drink martinis. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> this is a favorite show already. We haven't seen an episode. I love Topper. Uh, and based on a movie as well. Whoa. And some uh, books. Oh, I didn't even see Some that. Some best-selling books, I thought. Really? So Topper was a series of books? I thought so. And I might be confusing 70, it with someone else. They made 78 episodes of <laughs> Topper. Oh, my God. In, like, three years, I think. Let me see. It was... Um, Is that, like, more than... How many episodes did Succession had, which just ended? 40? I don't know. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think there were very many. <laughs> Topper went. Wait, Topper, if you're judging purely on quantity. Topper is way. Topper is twice uh, as good as Succession. Yeah, uh, fifty-three to fifty-five, thirty-minute episodes, and they did seventy-eight of them. Wow. Um, Which yeah. means probably I don't want to. I don't know for sure, but let's just ballpark three martini gags per episode mm. times seventy-eight. Yeah. Um, that I don't know the. Uh, the number okay that's 234 which means like probably more instances of a crew guy saying we still can't get the glass gag going get off my ass <laughs> we will do another take when we get the glass gag going you didn't have to write this into the show it's impossible i'm telling you cut it we've done it we don't need to keep doing it <laughs> They've seen enough of times of the dog and like, oh, just like the most depressed. Cary Grant was in the first one, by the way, the movie. Wow. Is and he Topper? Topper? He or is, is he George the, or is he, Kirby. He's the liveliest ghost in town. Yeah. No, wait. Yeah. Live. Yes. The liveliest. Um, and then there was like Topper Returns. Yeah. Topper Returns was the sequel. The, the books were called Topper and Topper Takes a Trip. Mm. I have a feeling that's not going to be a conventional trip. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like those ghosts are probably going with him. Oh, no. It's mm. going to be nice, normal, relaxing. They'll all be glad they took the trip. And no glasses will disappear no. mysteriously. <laughs> um, Care Grant, not in the sequel. Um, and then not in the show. Hmm. That's like um, Jimmy Stewart in an early role of his. He was like third or fourth build in like the third or fourth uh, Thin Man movie. Oh, well, I think Care Grant was first build in Top Oh, Man. okay. Yeah. 
because he was the liveliest ghost. Sure. Um, so Topper, there was a Topper Goes to Las Vegas episode too. Oh wow, we nice. gotta watch all of these. Oh man, we're doing a Vegas month. I think it's clear that one of the episodes should be reviewing Topper Goes to Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is there. Wait, I'm gonna say this really fast. Here's there was a special introduction for that episode. This is Cosmo Topper, bank vice president, loving husband, and no, he's not a magician. George and Mary and Kirby are doing that. Ghosts. Yes, a handsome couple who were swallowed by an avalanche and came back to spread a little joy into a sedate businessman's life and that's their ghost dog neil the saint bernard who couldn't save them that's what you get for drinking on the job old boy <laughs> right because the saint bernards used to have um little barrels of liquor around there what well, yeah why neck. is that is that oh, it'll some, kind like... of bring someone back to life i mm. think and warm them up temporarily mm. but they had to deliver that to a human and make them open it up the saint bernards couldn't like smash the, the barrel. No, I don't believe that was on them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if at some point hands had to take over. Yeah. There was, right. a, there was a 1973 Topper Returns. Wow. With Roddy McDowell as Cosmo Topper Jr. Oh, I like wow. Roddy McDowell. <laughs> I always like Roddy McDowell. Yeah. Stephanie Powers as Marianne Kirby. And then John Fink as George Kirby. Hmm. Well, I don't know who that is, yeah, but big either. shoes to fill. Yeah, to really. Play lively as ghost in town. When was the last? When was the last time in a meeting at a network somebody said, "You know what we should do? Bring back Topper." Probably <laughs> nineteen seventy-two. Probably sooner than you think. Probably. Well, it probably happened at Viacom because Sumner Redstone is <laughs> one of the only living executives who remembers Topper. <laughs> Get one of those real life couples: Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively, or or Dax Shepard and. Ooh, uh, Kristen, Kristen, Kristen Bell, like that, which rings for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's another Topper night TV movie, 1979, with Jack Warden as Cosmo Topper. Oh, I love Jack, Jack Warden. Jack Warden is the greatest. Oh, Jack Warden's second only to Keenan Wynn in the category of grouchy yes. old man. Rue McClanahan is Clara Topper. Oh, my from God. From the Golden Girls. Wow. Wow. We have so much Topper verse to explore. Wow. Oh, my God. So many episodes of the show, right? Then books. The, all of these movies and revivals, uh, I think, let's just get quick agreement on this. We're all just going to convert this into a topper podcast from here on out. Yes, for the, at least just for the next five years. Yeah, we'll pick up theme parks again. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. So then, yeah, that that's fine. We all top. agree, right, Jason? And yeah, top, to the- <laughs> topper time. <laughs> well, we're changing the name, too? Yeah. Hey, well. great. Uh, um, you can keep the feed. The socials will still be, we will tweet from Podcast The Ride. But the the name name will get converted to Topper Time. Yeah, and, that's but fair. and you're gonna want to keep it bookmarked there, even if you hate Topper Time, because we're gonna get. Because I promise, when we come back in five years, first thing Space Mountain, we're gonna <laughs> we're, we're gonna do it. So just hang on for five quick years. You can wait, right? You can wait. You can wait. You're excited. Everyone listening now is just as excited about Topper as everyone's we are. chanting Topper Topper <laughs> Topper. Yeah. So oh, so I guess invisible dog shows or theme parks now <laughs> <laughs> comments well, actually, that we yeah. all send to each other <laughs> i don't think <laughs> be very if you curious write those comments just know we send them to each other i uh, would see everything <laughs> we're like the all seeing eye of mara we're like the ghosts yeah we're like invisible dogs in your house draining your drinks and making fun of you <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, oh gosh! Do we miss anything? Oh, we hey, well, it, 
the dessert menu comes on a Viewmaster. That's cool. Oh, yeah, that is cool. That's really That's good. That's really cool. I don't want to, even though I'm, I'm saying it's creepy, it is good. It looks good, and it is fun. What I like is that it's there's such a variety of places to sit. It's not, like, all so uniform. I like that about Be Our Guest Restaurant, that there's different wings. Yeah. And this is sort of similar, where, like, you can get a pretty different experience depending on which Kitchenette, is that one of them? Yeah, I which think. is another Annette Funicello album I'm going to make. <laughs> okay. The kitchenette <laughs> about all different uh, household <laughs> items you can use in your oh, kitchen. Oh, I wish the toaster was my boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, he <laughs> <laughs> cooks it however I, I want. <laughs> Mike's hearing about AI, and he just has a legal pad with the phrase like kitchenette. Annette sings about items. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> private, publicly, like, oh yeah, it's a shame the AI. Shame. That's one of the it's we weird. got a strike because of the AI. Private, privately, oh boy, mm. my hundredth Annette album music only for me <laughs> office supply and there's my a, man's a sturdy as a three ring binder <laughs> there is there are a lot of these you know you hear the ai is, is generated a new jay-z song or something and i don't i have yet to see an ai perfectly recreate in that funicello's voice but i imagine it's only a matter of time or i imagine i'll have to do it I'll have to we want to put it in there. Well, nobody's inserting the information maybe fast enough. Mm-hmm. You have to start compiling every clip of her voice that exists. Right. Putting it into the AI. Right. And then so that we can properly uh, defile the memory of this long deceased mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. There's a lot. I don't know. I get a lot of record. Like, it'll be like, oh, if uh, Billy Joel sang this old song or whatever, and you listen to it, and you this sounds like absolute shit. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes, sometimes there is okay, but a lot of them just sound like garbage right now. Mm-hmm. One of the most interesting ones is it's like they take Paul McCartney's like song new from the last 10 years and they put like John Lennon on it. They put the other Beatles on it. <laughs> kind of interesting. Oh, he wouldn't, he wouldn't, let, he wouldn't have let new come out. Yeah, That's a, there, there's fine. your mistake. The idea that he would just be singing background on new. He would have sang. I think he would have. I think John at 70 would have been. He would have relaxed. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> I think he was on his way to relaxing. I like this one. My Valentine. Yeah, it shows well, a whole new side of kisses you. From you could have been a torch song singer. Paul. <laughs> kisses on the bottom or whatever that oh, album's kisses called. Kisses on the bottom. I don't Nothing weird about that one. I don't think he would have been as interested in that, but... Have you you done your record yet with uh, Rihanna and Kanye? Do you need a fourth? (laughs) I like the cyber... Truck, like all the. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does say that on you new. You can just yeah. see, get that John end. Lennon to just say the most stunted, like unnerving. Everything is very ghoulish. It's got to be a little new, ghoulish. At the end you of know? new, he does say, "I like the cyber truck." That was the. Mo- <laughs> I was so stumped. Thanks for jumping in, Mike. Yeah. I don't. You might say I've never finished listening to the song. Uh-huh. New. Yeah, yeah. So that is Jason's right. So anyway, net AI mm-hmm. coming soon. Yeah. Did we get it all? I think. I guess. We did, right? I guess, yeah. I do. I, again, I want to reiterate. I like the way this looks, but the aesthetic now creeps me out, and I do want to do it. I want to see what it's all about. I'll get the peanut butter and jelly shake. I'm going to get that uh, Albany delicacy. Oh, the fried cheese, the fried with cheese, with the raspberry. And then yeah. I guess I have to get the meatloaf to see what it's all about. See if Eater's right, and it's the best. That is restaurant. a heavy meal. You're not going to be able to cl- hit clear uh, clean plate club. Well. 
first of all, don't challenge me because okay. I will join the Clean Plate Club okay. there, I believe. That's not, that's doable. Oh, we got to make sure that we do it with mere hours before you got to get to the airport. Okay. So that there's some stakes to you joining How the Clean Plate Club. How many hours before the flight leaves do I have to do this, do you think? Uh, one and a half. <laughs> well, I know. <laughs> Wait, I, I have to be seated at one and a half or? <laughs> um, I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, it, we, I think you got to match the conditions of last time. Well, the, last time I wasn't so in danger of missing the flight. An hour and a half would really put me <laughs> in a troubled yeah, situation. You should be walking through security at that point. Well, that you know me. I don't. I like to walk through security about half hour. You're like the Indiana plane. Jones reaching back for his hat as the temple door. Yeah, and I don't like to be out. like that. See, I have done that, but I like I like about a half hour before the plane leaves. I'm walking through security the, in, through the metal detector. Insane. That That's seems what weird I like. to me, given the like the you're uh, worrying otherwise. I don't like to fly too, so I like to almost kind of give myself. I've said this about raising a kid. You know, you know, like. When you don't have time to think about, like, I'm so worried about getting there. It's like, I don't even have time to sit and, like, get stressed out about being on the plane. I'm rolling through. You go there. I have to go to the bathroom. I mean, it's usually 30 minutes is pushing it. 45 minutes is a little bit easier because that's when the doors open generally so it's it's not maybe that dire but i like kind of not having to think about it like sitting and relaxing to think about that i'm going to go on a plane so it is preventing worrying i think so i think i think that's part of it and yeah with with when you're not sleeping because you're you have a little baby it's just like you don't have much time to worry about the things you were worrying about i have plenty of time to worry about but there's a lot of things that i don't have time to worry about so that's good mm-hmm. <laughs> in some ways fuzz up that brain and then yeah. just fill and then just any spare time fill up with 700 alerts on your phone yeah. and looking for new ai songs yeah. cloud yeah it's it's really just a cloud up my brain now available um, on tubi topper oh t- i think toppers on tubi that Tubi or um, it's gotta be Pluto one of or one of those, things. maybe. Is there a topper channel on Pluto? They're very, they're very well could be, but it's also probably just like on your old malt shop memories TV oh, yeah. on Roku. your antenna. Or Roku has those. <laughs> th- Roku has like completely made up channels. Yeah, you'll find like vintage wrestling TV, and it's like the most basic Microsoft Paint image. Of like a TV with like a wrestling ring in it or something. And you're like, this looks like a child made this picture. <laughs> and then you click on it and they have stuff on it. But you're like, who's behind this? Like there's not really much of a, an editing process on keeping things off Roku TV. Boy, how, how things have fallen from the good old days when you could turn on your the network and watch something quality like Topper. Of course. Do you think yeah. whatever that network that Debbie Dunning's show about the dude ranches, do you think they have Topper on there? Oh, uh, the Voice of Rural America? Yeah, you think Voice of Rural America TV has Topper streaming? Maybe. Maybe I, it seems like right. an antenna TV go-to. Yeah, I don't know, but there was a streaming uh, component to Rural America TV yeah, or whatever it was. Sure. Oh, wait. Uh, okay, there's one other thing. They have stopped doing this at the 50s primetime cafe the first reservation of the day the first family of the day they oh. would take like a picture oh yes right with the right. staff as it, it was like a memento and be dated like if that day was like september 21st 1952 or 55 or whatever mm-hmm. and they would hang it on the fake fridge okay but there's not that's just they would do that once was there a, or is there a person that comes around with the the photo like you're at a Buca de Beppo? I think they would do that for the first people seated that day and they would do it again in every day. 
I think there's that, not that like, scaled back ch- that gone. No, not not an upcharge like a buka. Like a buka to buka to what? <laughs> uh, we're waiting. Uh, de, I even said it once. De Peppo? No! <laughs> no! Yeah, what did you still not get? That's <laughs> I have, This has been a runner. Well, wait, I've no, what for, was the Peppo? Peppo! It is with Peppo. With a P. Yes! That's, but doesn't that seem... Where does the P come oh, from? I it's don't not, you've know. seen it printed. That's it's so it's up big in a place that you are at all the time. Because I thought with a P made it sound like B-pole, but you're telling me <laughs> P is the B-pole? I'm telling you. I'm not telling you P I is the what people. I'm certainly Someone not telling you that. Someone said the translation uh, when you misspell it is beepole. <laughs> what is that? What, a word what, what does saying? that mean? Beep. B-E-E-P. Hole. Beepole? Beepole? Yeah. One of the... One, no, it's just a nonsense word. When you misspell it, it but translates then, to beepole. Does it mean... In what? what? You don't I'm remember so the, confused con- by the, the continuity of your own podcast. I remember a lot of those. I don't know what it trans- It turns into B-pole is. So you're saying buca de pepo, which is what you say, means some nonsense word that's tra- that when it's I translated. I think that's what okay. it is. Yeah. Okay. Huh? Okay. I went from elated to confused so fast. Yeah, that was, that was some of the words I've understood I, the least uh, in a long time. Like, election, I've, been, I've been called that as well. <laughs> I've been referred to as that. As what? Uh, I went, uh, you make people go from elated to confused oh, real fast. <laughs> You've been accused of doing that. Accused of doing that, yeah. Yeah, yeah I see now. That wow. was so, it's one of my favorite runners on, and now, now that I know that it's a runner, that you, I, you try to cash call Buka like it's your friend, okay. but it's really just to avoid saying the last word, which you still don't know. Because I've eaten there one time. <laughs> yes, but in you're my life. But you are in, a, we did a whole podcast about it where we covered right. this topic I and you pass so by great. the word Beppo in a place you go like at least once a month. I, right? well, I don't pass by that part of it. It's all the way back there. It's all the way I back. Was, I honestly, I, I said Buca de Beppo. I thought, oh, it's funny, Jason, the thing with Jason, whatever. And then you repeated back just the first part of it and I went, mm, my little devil on my shoulder was Buka. like... You know, like I was like, I gotta see, I gotta see, because I just said it, so I felt like it wasn't going to be such a thing, like a cold thing, because I had just said the name of it. Because no one on earth calls it just buka. It's a, not a shortening that has ever been done. Because <laughs> no one, because no one likes it enough to do it. Well, no one likes it. That's no true. one likes it. No one likes it. It's, it's awful. a horrible restaurant. It's a horrible restaurant. <laughs> it's really, it really sucks, bad. Really bad. Sucks. Tremendous shit. Somebody might have called a buka. To be fair to Jason, I just, I just. The way, yeah. If you even maybe even say buka, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have asked. So it is funny. Mind I mean, your bees and peas, Jason. Uh, I have the no things. dessert unless you get your beppos and your peppos right. <laughs> no, <laughs> your insolence. All right, that's it. This episode is over right now. Wow. You, you you use that attitude, and we end the thing. I'm lighting the curtain on fire. <laughs> This is you it's are gonna, you're gonna, band, you're gonna end it's the a restaurant. Weird bad seed kid. <laughs> oh, that's good too. That's good backstory in that's your great. pocket. You're not just a bad kid. You're the worst kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. You survived. Podcast <laughs> the ride. The second gate. Uh, I was for, worried we peaked too early in this episode, and thank God we just we ended here. 
Well, yeah. Where do I? The, what greater peak is there in, in we'll li- listening from, or talking? From City Walk, I think. Right? It came. Yeah, goes back from to the City Walk saga. saga. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. so many years where you could have learned that it's Beppo. <laughs> I could have. I could have made time to learn the official name of the band restaurant that you, no one likes, according to you. It These sucks. things yeah, are awful. important. You must learn the name of the awful uh, garbage for the place I only ever regret going to. Uh, yeah, I hope you don't good. regret coming here to the second gate. And if you want to dig even deeper, join us on our VI. I'm just going to reverse it on our VIB Patreon tier club three. I'll put a random yeah, key good, in good, there. Yeah. Club three, where you get one more <laughs> bonus episode every month and our regular episodes ad free. <laughs> Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced Dog. by Mike Carlson. Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.